Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Shaleen is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. So let's talk about making the types of choices that help to boost your confidence because you've already committed to the idea that this is on you, no one else. This is yours to make the right decision. This is yours to decide this isn't working, so I'm going to try another approach. And it's yours to change your perspective. So I want to start first with family members because in my 20 plus years of working with individuals to improve their confidence, to help them live a better and fuller life, without exception, when people talk to me about feeling less confident, it almost always stems back to something early in their childhood, whether we realize it or not. So many of our insecurities and our negative beliefs about ourselves stem from an early relationship with a family member. So now what do we do with that information now that we're adults? In some cases, we're still dealing with that particular family member. The most important thing that you can remember is that you do have choice. So when someone says to me, Shalene, what do I do? I, I, I don't have any choice in the matter. I have, to, I have to see my mother every day or I have to pick up my father and take him to and from his doctor's appointments and I care for my parents It may feel as though you don't have choice, but you must understand you do have choice. You might have to make a difficult choice. You might be making the choice that benefits others, but there's still choice involved. You have free will. You have the ability to change the situation. I'm not saying that it's going to be easy. I'm not saying that it's going to come without heartache. But you have to understand you do have choice. What you want to start with is by creating boundaries so that you understand, you know, if, I, if I'm not going to cut this person completely out of my life, I at least have to have some healthy boundaries. And I'm a big girl. I'm a big boy. And I need to set up these boundaries because I can no longer live my life allowing somebody to diminish my confidence. I mean, I meet people who are like doctors and lawyers and, and experts and millionaires, and they still have these, like, eroding thoughts in the back of their head that stem from something a parent said or an adult said to them as a child, a belief that they formed, whether correct or incorrect, it's just a belief that they formed from a family member. So I have to say to those of you who are parents, anything you say to your child will stick. So make sure what you're saying uplifts them. And be very careful of your word choice. Be very careful that you say that you not say, hey, you're acting like a fill-in-the-blank. Because you might as well have removed the you're acting like a, and you might as well have just called them a name. Be very careful about name calling. I just can't think of a reason why you would ever need to call your child a name. Or to say, you're, you know, you look this way or you act this way or to refer to their body or to, to put a child down in any way. Even if that's not your intention, just know It lasts a lifetime. It can't be erased. They can overcome it. It just can't be erased. You can't take it back. So for this exercise, what I want you to do is think of, and you can just write down initials if you want, of a few family members who diminish your confidence. Not every time, but there are times if anyone in your family is going to make you feel less than confident, it's this person. Just write down their initials, okay? And then what I want you to do is to draw a line underneath their initials 
and just jot down a few examples of when that happens. Does it center around social environments? Is it something that happens when you're on the phone with them? Is it when they start talking about maybe a sibling or your income or a past experience? So, so that you start to recognize that there is a history, a pattern that forms because not every interaction with this person makes you feel less confident but if you start to become more aware of when that happens then you can take control and set up and establish better boundaries so for example if your mother and you talk to her twice a week and if at a certain point in the conversation things turn to let's say your weight or your physical appearance and when it turns to that you just get this knot in your stomach like here it comes I'm gonna get this backhanded compliment or maybe they're actually gonna put me down and it starts to turn to that and if, if you know it's right at that moment that it's coming then you can establish a better boundary and as soon as the conversation turns to that topic you can have some alternatives to say like you know mom I, I love you it's been great chatting with you today but you know I'm not comfortable talking about this so Give me a call back when we can talk next week. Uh, but I really don't want to talk about that right now because you know, it just brings me down and I love you to death, but I'd rather not go to a negative place right now. I want to think happy. So uh, I'll talk to you next week, Mom. Or let's say it's your, your older brother and every time you talk to him on the phone or you see him in person, things go great until you start talking about your financial status. And then you know, he wants to, whatever, bring up something that triggers those same feelings in you that you feel less then confident. Then you just have to know when the conversation turns to that particular topic, how you're going to handle it. I love you, bro. But, you know, when we talk about that, I don't know, I'm just not that comfortable. I'd rather talk about your kids and what's going on with your hobbies and what's going on with your work. I'm just not comfortable when we talk about that. It doesn't make me feel good, so let's pick other topics. You do that a couple of times, and you've established new boundaries. You don't have to write this person off unless you need to. You know, I don't know your situation. But you have to understand there's choice to be made. And you have to decide, is this person worth it? I mean, we all have those people in our lives that you just have to take the good with the bad. But you don't have to take as much bad as you're taking. And you can set up boundaries so that you can really enjoy the good. Unless there is no good that comes from it. In which case, it's not your responsibility to save this person. Because you won't be able to. Ever. It's not your job. You can't save another human being. And to think that you can is only going to make you feel defeated as if you failed. So you have to establish boundaries that protect you and yourself and your confidence and your happiness. And if for no other reason, know that it's important because of the people who you're helping. Your new family, your friends, your future, the people who you work with, the people that you care about. If you're allowing somebody else to make you feel like crap, then you are hurting your other relationships. And that's a choice you're making. Because you're allowing it to happen. You're giving them the space. You're giving them your energy. You're giving them the opportunity. And so often this happens with adult children. I've found in my many years of working with really confident, well-established, successful people that they just keep giving this parent an opportunity to get it right. And they just keep setting themselves up and setting themselves up like maybe this time they're going to get it right. And they're not going to because they don't have those tools. You know, it's not personal. It's not about you. They just don't have those tools. And maybe they were doing the best that they could when they didn't do things well. It was the best that they could do. They just didn't have the resources. 
which should inspire you to do more, should inspire you to change that, to improve that, to stop that cycle. Because you do have the tools, and you do have the resources, and you do, and you do know how much better you feel when you surround yourself with confident, happy people, and how that trickles down. And it's not about you, right? It's about other people. When you're courageous and you're confident, you serve so many other people. You're hurting people. I hate to say that, but it's the truth. I mean, there's people who are really counting on you and who care very much about you and who need you to lead them and need you to serve. And you just can't do that if you're so damaged by something someone else has said and that you continually allow them into your life and you give them the space and you give them the opportunity to make you feel this way. It doesn't mean you have to cut them out forever. You might have to. I don't know. But I think your first step is to figure out how to establish some pretty serious boundaries. And it's not comfortable. I can tell you I've been through it myself. It's not comfortable at first, but it keeps getting better. In the Midwest, we have these big, giant yards. I grew up in the Midwest, and, and nobody has fences. Like here in California, everyone has a fence. And, you know, the little gate, and they drive up, and they drive into their garages, and they hide away, and they never come outside again. In the Midwest, we have these big, giant, sprawling yards, and nobody had fences. They either would have, you know, I grew up out in farm country, and we had barbed wire, little teeny tiny strip of wire that if you walked into it, you'd get a little you know, volt of electricity. And the animals very quickly would learn not to go anywhere near the boundaries. But they would walk up to them several times to get that little jolt. Didn't hurt them, but it was enough to sting and go, okay, I'm not going to do that again. And then eventually they developed this thing called like invisible fencing, where the dogs, even if the fence was turned off, they still didn't go that far because they knew that that was an unsafe boundary. These are our boundaries. So it is a little uncomfortable the first couple of times you say, hey, all right, mom has been great chatting with you. Hey, sis, I love you. It's been great chatting with you. You know, I'm not comfortable talking about this, so I let, I'll call you next week. I got to go. Love you so much. And just change the subject. But you can't just change the subject and hang up. You have to let them know, ah, I'm not really comfortable talking about this right now. Or, ah, well, that was kind of hurtful. I was wondering why you would say that. But instead, I just want to tell you, I love you, and I'm going to have an amazing day, and I'll talk to you next week. And you do that enough times, and it is uncomfortable. But it stops. It goes away. They start to understand where the boundaries are. So today's lesson is to write down a few names and write down a few, you know, documentation, just a few notes so you can see where that history continues. So you are able to identify and really be self-aware of when those relationships go that way. Now, the last thing I'm going to say is that if this is your spouse, your significant other, first of all, if it's not your significant other, I mean, if it's not your spouse, This isn't going to get better with a marriage certificate. How's that for serious? It's not. And it doesn't get better with a baby. It gets better with therapy, maybe. And it gets better with making choices and deciding if the two of you care enough to make a change. But guess where the change has to start? It has to start with you. If you are married and you're one of those people, because I see them all the time, and they go on social media, and they're like, my husband's not supportive, and he, he and he's, you know, thing, da, da, and, and I can't, and I'm doing everything all myself, and my wife is not supportive, and my wife never taught, and they just complain and complain and complain in social media. A, don't do that. It's just wrong. That doesn't belong out there. I mean, to speak to complete strangers about the person you love the most is really a betrayal. And I'm sorry if that's straight talk, but I just think that's wrong. 
talk to a therapist about that. Talk to someone who can help you. But strangers in social media, that's not the right place to go. Respect the covenant of your marriage and go speak to your, your pastor, your priest, a therapist. Get someone who can really help you as opposed to just speaking negatively about a situation. Then guess what you've created? You've created your reality. And when you tell the world I'm disconnected from my spouse and he works 100 hours per week and I don't get any support and I have to do everything myself and he really doesn't care, guess what you've just created? Ta-da! Your reality! Congratulations! It's the truth. Now, if you started saying to everyone, I love my husband, I love my wife, I think she's the sexiest thing I've ever seen, I think she's brilliant, I think she's smart, and I love spending time with her, and you just keep saying that, you eventually create your reality. You start by doing that, start by saying what it is you want. Start believing it, even if, just start saying it, eventually you'll start believing it, and then here's the next thing you have to do. You gotta change you, so stop pointing fingers and saying, I can't get him or her to change, and work on you first. Maybe it's not him or her, that's the whole problem. Maybe you need to be more lovable and to be someone who leads with love. Maybe you're becoming too needy. Maybe there's a reason why these things are happening. But there's nothing we can do except work on ourselves. We can't change another person, right? We can only be better. And in that process, we often inspire others to be better. So what type of a cycle have you created in your home? Have you sent a text message today, a sexy text message to your husband or your wife and told them how much you love them and how sexy you think they are and how much you adore them and what specifically you adore about them? Because if you just start doing those things over and over and over, like all the times they're treating this person like you were dating again, it's pretty interesting how your perspective will change. Start going out of your way to do amazing things. And if you're sitting there right now going, I'm doing all that. I have tried all of that. Maybe you have. I don't know. That's a possibility. Maybe you don't have the right person. Maybe you didn't find the right person. Maybe the right person's out there. I don't know. This isn't about marriage. It's about improving your confidence. I just want you to know you have choice. I want you to know that you can establish boundaries, and I want you to know that you create your reality. So if you want an amazing life, you have to start deciding you have an amazing life. If you want to attract amazing people into your world, into your life, into your circle of influence, you have to start being an amazing person. So that means a change it starts with you. This is probably one of the tougher lessons we have to learn because these are relationships where we don't have a lot of choice. Not choice in terms of how this person has brought, been brought into our life, but now you have choice in how you can improve it and establish boundaries. This episode has been sponsored by CourageousConfidenceClub.com. It's a club that I've created specifically to help people who struggle with confidence and insecurities and social settings and, and just standing up for themselves, being yourself and feeling good about it. All of us could benefit from having more confidence. I'd love for you to just experience a taste of it. So please be my guest by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips. Now, if you don't feel like writing that web address down or remembering to go there later, all you have to do is while you're listening from your phone, send me a text message. The number is 949-565-4337. And that is for U.S. residents. Then just send me the word confidence and I will send you access to this video. This video will help you to eliminate self-doubt and just 
feel more confident in any situation, whether it's work or personal or just your social interactions. Every one of us can benefit from having more confidence. There you'll submit your email address and I will immediately send to your inbox my latest training video where I teach you step-by-step how to feel more confident in just about any social setting. I think you'll find this incredibly useful, whether it's business or personal or just in your everyday interactions. Confidence is something that makes life easier. It helps you to raise more confident, self-efficient children. It allows us to speak our mind, to stand up for ourselves, to do the things that otherwise we are paralyzed by fear and we just allow our own thoughts to stop us. By learning how to overcome self-doubt and fear of success, you can become that confident person that others are attracted to. The person you want to be, the person you deserve to be, the person you know is inside of you. So thank you for checking out my free tools by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips.